Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. What's today? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I had to sit here and think about it. Again, time for me right now is nothing more than a flat fucking circle. So I keep saying happy whatever just to help remind myself what the fuck day it is. But let's jump right into it. Analogy time. Gang, there are some things that I'm actually very good at. Right? One of my superpowers, your boy's really good at fucking shit up. I can't, right? Again, I, I will never sit here and tell you that no one can strap the leather as good as I can, but I kind of like my chances if things ever get a little bit rowdy. In other words, hashtag your boy knows how to fight, right? Uh, small example, again, your first degree black belt test in Kajakimbo. One, it is brutal. Two, it is not uh, designed for your success. They, we are trying to fail you. We don't want you to make it. Right, only the best get to take that step into Kajikimbo Black Belt Land. Right, it, it is. I would dare to say us, you know, the old school Krav, uh, Jiu Jitsu. It, it's the real deal, right? And it, it's it's none of that Mac Dojo shit. We want to make sure you know what the fuck it is you're doing. Well, after shit, what seemed to be half the day testing, then you finally fight. Now I'll cut right to it to get to my point. You fight multiple people on different. It's real fucked up, but and again, and truth be told, when by the time you get on to your five on ones, like one Robert Reed on the mat versus five other people from different disciplines, it's only thirty seconds, but you do it a lot, and it's they want to see what you do, gang. I don't think I'm exaggerating. When I tell you on the five-on-ones, I was the last person standing every time. Every time. I have an incredibly weird relationship with pain. I feel it. I just don't care that it's there. It's the reason why I can do what I do. Now, gang, no matter how good of a fighter, no matter how fucking crazy I am about my ability to process pain, you know what you're not going to want me to do? Your brain surgery. Just because I'm good at throwing hands doesn't mean I'm qualified to do something else, right? Uh, as we narrow it down to what the fuck is he talking about? John Lennox. Y'all know who that is? John Lennox is a uh, uh, super duper PhD, super molecular nuclear mathematics. Apparently, he's just incredible mathematician who apparently is quite legit. You know what else John Lennox does? John Lennox is a Christian apologist. And they love to put John Lennox monkey ass out there on the debate circuit. And they always want to make sure you know he's like a legit PhD in mathematics. And from what I remember, he actually is. He's actually an incredible mathematician. But it was just yesterday, of course, I'm YouTubing on autoplay. 
And I do believe it was Christopher Hitchens who made this one famous because and, and Lennox was addressing Christopher Hitchens. And it's the name one good that you can perform that is unique to Christianity. And it's actually kind of been dubbed the Hitchens Challenge. And John Lennox got up there and gang, I bullshit you not. His answer sounded a little bit like this. Okay, I'm going to answer the uh, Christopher Hitchens challenge. What is it? Uh, name one good that's unique to Chris. Okay, okay. Well, since we're all made in the image of God and God, 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 then Jesus, Jesus, God, 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 Jesus, the Virgin Mary, God, 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 Trinity, um, Eve, eat apple, bad, Jesus, die good, God, God, God. And you can't be good without God, so God. That was pretty much his answer, gang. I bullshit you not. He sounded just like every fucking Christian apologist out there. But they love putting his monkey ass out front and center because he is. He's an incredibly intelligent man. But just because that guy speaks the language of mathematics doesn't mean he's good at anything else. That answer right there tells you everything you need to know. I remember once it was uh, he and uh, Richard Dawkins, Richard Dawkins. And Lennox is one, again, he's so fucking smart, he can split the atom with a pencil. Like, no, John Wick, with a fucking pencil. But, again, he, he falls trapped to the same bullshit talking points that all Christian apologists do. And he's one of these idiots who sits there and says, atheism is a belief. Right, again, we all know what Bill Maher has said, which is fucking brilliant. Right, atheism is a belief. Like, abstinence is a fucking sex position. And he's right. Bald is a hair color, right? It is just like, off is a TV channel. And John Lennox just wouldn't let it go, right? Again, just like every other fucking Christian apologist, right? And Dawkins was like, I just don't believe in your God. You know what his response was? Well, do you believe that? What? Okay, again, and I've said this before. I think I was on some of my Twitter videos. Apologies, it, it's like, how many times can I say the word belief in a sentence? Oh, so, but you believe that you don't believe in a belief. That's actually a belief, but you don't believe it's a belief, but you believe in that non-belief, which you say is a non-belief, but it's actually a belief. And I use belief 19 times in a sentence. Therefore, I win the debate. Ha ha. Again, just because you're good at A doesn't mean you're going to be good at B. Which brings me to the focus of the very first topic and can you hear Papa barking in the background? Hashtag episode mood killer. Damn it, Papa. But fuckface, tiny Tim, tiny tot, militant midget Ben Shapiro. Gang, I swear to you, I have not spent enough time bashing the shit out of a man who is trapped in a second grader's body. Ben Shapiro's voice is exactly what you would expect for a man whose balls have never descended. Gang, his scrotum looks like the bottom side of a fucking skateboard. There are no balls in there. How do you talk like this as a 40-year-old man? Why do you go, shut the fuck up? But gang, on paper, Ben Shapiro is smart as shit. I've actually heard him talk about it, right? It's, he's a Harvard grad. And apparently, it's called the H-bomb. Right. To be able to say you went to Harvard, just you, you can't. That's the high joker right there in terms of uh, formal education. He's a lawyer. He actually is a lawyer. 
right? And he's one of those like fucking Doogie Hauser types. Fucker graduated high school at the age of 13. And I don't think I'm exaggerating when I tell you, I don't think he was even in his mid-20s before he had like three books published. Gang, on paper, Ben Shapiro is smart as shit. Trust and believe. I am the last person that needs to be ragging someone else's fucking intelligence level. Again, back when I was taking the SATs, the uh, perfect for the SAT, if I remember correctly, was 1600 In order to get a Division I scholarship full ride back in those days, you had to get a 700 Do you know what my monkey ass got? A 710, if I remember correctly. That means I got my name right, social security number right, four English questions, and one math question. That's it. And I still remember it, but people were like, oh, man, you're 710. I mean, you're going to take it again, right? And I was like, do I get any more of a full scholarship? No. And fuck no. Eh, I did what I had to do. <laughs> Let's go play some ball. But I'm not the one to sit here and critique Ben Shapiro's intelligence level. I'm just not. Clearly on paper, that man can run circles around me. But again, just because you are good at A doesn't mean you are good at B. And again, the conservatives love, and again, I, I think it's predatory. I really do. But when, you know, people like Shapiro, again, H-bomb guy, when you go and talk and then hold debates on college campuses against 19 and 20-year-olds, who haven't decided what fraternity or sorority they're going to fucking pledge, but yet you charge them, you know, with defeating you in a debate when that's what you do for a living and you're ultra intelligent. Again, I just think that's fucking predatory. I do. And then they always post Ben Shapiro, you know, destroying the abortion argument against a 19-year-old girl. She was in fucking high school just last year, Ben. Way to go. Right? Ben Shapiro destroys the libtards on the gun argument. Again, here, here's, here's a 20-year-old kid, right? Hey, 20-year-old, you got enough in your account for to buy beer? Oh, fuck. I don't. And, and this is who he, you know, destroys with his logic. Shut the fuck up, Ben Shapiro. But again, he's got the credentials, that, which make him look very intelligent, which means apparently he's intelligent with, at all things, right? Nope. That, that very confident swagger that he has intellectually. Again, I can say two plus two equals fire trucks. Do you notice how my voice didn't crack? I can say that a thousand times. Doesn't make me right. And just because you can brag that you graduated Harvard at 18, graduated Harvard Law at 19 and a half, doesn't mean you're good at everything else. And he, he's, in my opinion, the mortar to his bricks is that he starts out mischaracterizing his argument. Again, it's just almost a straw man. He props something up as the facts. Most times they're not. He blows that one down. Then he gets to pound his chest like it was a major victory when, in fact, he didn't even scratch the surface. For instance, wet-ass pussy. <laughs> now, Ben, I realize you have never been in the room when a woman has busted a nut. Let me tell you, let Uncle Bobby tell you, I have uh, more than once. And f dude, I can't yeah, sit down because you're going to, this is going to blow your mind, right? Tiny. And when I say take a seat, when I say sit down, probably for you, it's not that far of a trip. You're short motherfucker. 
but take a seat with a booster seat. When you're in a room with a woman and she busts a nut and you realize maybe you're probably at least half the reason she just busted a nut, dude, that feeling ranges anywhere from good to fucking awesome. You should try it sometime. But when he was misrepresenting misrepresent, uh, WAP, which, by the way, is a shitty song, not the message, just the quality. Again, when you're my age and you grow up on Marvin Gaye, today's shit, not just Cardi B, it all sounds like garbage. Just absolute garbage. But he was, I'll get to his rendition of the lyrics here in a little bit. But again, it's this misrepresentation that if you don't like this, that apparently this Cardi B is the standard of femininity now. That she is the front, she's the standard. And if you don't agree with everything in this song, then you hate women. And of course, you always have to bring up his fucking wife, who's a doctor, who apparently doesn't know that women can have orgasms too. Right? And he was like, well, I think my wife, she should be the standard. Well, here's the thing, fuckface Ben. No one ever once said, not even Cardi B. Not even Cardi B said, I'm the standard for femininity. Cardi B has never once said, hey, everyone follow me. Now, I realize that celebrities are leaders where they want to be or not, but it was never once hinted in the song. Cardi B never once said, hey, pick up your cross and follow me. No. Again, you can, you if you want to idolize Cardi B, knock yourself out. Ben, again, you and your wife, 29,000 times more smart than I could ever hope and dream to be. And if little girls want to look up at you and your wife and say, that's a path I want to follow, okay. Or if they want to look at me and say, I want to be the first woman to play in the NFL. Again, no one said that Cardi B was the new standard, Ben. But then he completely embarrassed himself. And again, you can tell no one's editing this shit other than fucking Ben Shapiro. Because I'm going to tell you something, gang. If I sat back and I listened to myself sound like Ben Shapiro, I would never hit the send button on any of these fucking podcasts. But he sat there and, he, and y'all know how he did it, right? He sat there and he read the lyrics to WAP, right? There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Beat it up inward. Catch a charge. Extra large. Uh, I'll do a Kegel when it's inside. Uh, wet ass P word. Wet ass P word. Wet ass, it, that stands for genitalia. What? Dude. And then he's yeah, apparently again, his wife has never seen a wet ass P word either as a fucking doctor or as a sexual person. She's got three kids. I wonder how they did it. Right. But it's, well, I, I, I talked to my wife and apparently uh, if your vagina is wet, that's a sign of a severe uh, biological disorder and it's probably trichinosis. And what you should do is take this gun. Shut the fuck up. I mean, seriously, that's not misrepresenting the point. That is the definition of self-owning. A grown-ass man admitting. Again, if your religion says remain a virgin and you want to remain a virgin, knock yourself out. Right? Uncle Bobby did it. Uncle Bobby loves to fuck. Right? But, you know, he loves to brag that he was a virgin when he got married. Fine. And now he's bragging he has no idea that a woman can bust a nut. Right again, dude, <laughs> oh, fuck me. You have no idea how bad you look, do you? You don't even care. You don't even care. Again, if I was so sexually inept, 
first and foremost, I'd go get some help. I would. Right? I'm like, could you please teach me how to fuck? It'll be our little secret. I, I'm dead serious. But you know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't sit there and pound my chest about it like Ben Fuckface Shapiro. But again, he sounds smart and he's playing to a crowd who apparently all have three inch dicks too. But I mean, I, I will never understand. Well, I do understand. Again, he represents the hardcore conservative right. They put his ass out front. And again, it, it, and if you think I'm exaggerating on Fuckface Ben, he had people supporting him on his critique of WAP. That it's just, it is truly the end of civilization as we know it. Okay, every generation had that artist that was going to bring about the apocalypse. I know people old enough whose parents forbade them from listening to Elvis. Why? He was vulgar. Now, that's on the Disney Channel, right? Right after that, what was it? The British Invasion, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. That's satanic. What happened to that generation? They ended up just fucking fine, right? After that was my generation, Two Life Crew. I told y'all, my mom wouldn't let me listen to Eric B's Follow the Leader. She thought fucking there were subliminal messages in it. Guess what happened to Generation X? We ended up just fine. And now we're sitting here bitching and complaining about Cardi B, right? And then there was that one song, remember, I Kissed a Girl, and then preachers went nuts saying it's promoting lesbianism. Shut the fuck up. Right. And again, uh, again, and what again, he talks super fast. He's got the educational credentials, but again, he misrepresents the fucking position. Right. Uh, when businesses were pulling out of Georgia. OK, I just talked about sex. And then I said pulling out. And because I said pulling out, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right. Again, Georgia was one of the first ones to introduce this archaic voting standard. Again, Georgia went blue for the first time since fucking Lincoln was in the White House. And these sore losers known as Trump supporters, they flipped the fucking script and made voting so incredibly difficult for minorities. They want to make sure that Republicans never lose a vote ever again. So businesses, in my opinion, justifyingly so, like we're packing our shit. Right? We do not want to be in a state that promotes this bullshit, right? Well, Home Depot, if I'm not mistaken, they're like, you know, we're just going to stay out of it, which it's up to them. I'm not bashing them for shit. Well, fuck face Ben Shapiro, you know, again, in his fucking husky jeans, what were those from like 1977 and shit? Because again, he is, his body hasn't physically matured, so he's got to get those old kid jeans, right? He's got this skin-tight shirt. I was like, hey, Ben, nice nipples, right? Maybe you want to do some fucking push-ups, dude. You keep talking about manliness. You are not the physical embodiment of it, right? I mean, fuck me. You got the robust physique of a fucking bowling pin. But to make sure that everyone went and spent their money at Home Depot because they're standing up to the woke mob, Ben Shapiro goes in there and buys a wood. Yeah, a wood, not a whole bunch of lumber so he can at least lie and say he's going to build a fucking log cabin with his bare hands, karate chop it with his dick to make, you know, support. No, he literally went and bought one piece of wood. That's why I said he went and bought a wood and then put it in a bag. 
Ben Shapiro looked as comfortable with a wood as I would with a gun. I told y'all, I do not like guns. I do not want to hold a gun. If you say, Robert, hold this gun, I'm going to say no. Right? Again, here's, here's a man who keeps talking about masculinity, and he goes into Home Depot and buys a wood and then places it in a bag. Because the woke mob got to Georgia. No, asshole. Again, you're misrepresenting the point. It's not the woke mob. It's the justice mob, asshole. Georgia isn't even trying to hide how racist they're going to be. And businesses made the command decision. We don't want to be tied to a racist state. Again, you're a capitalist. You should be jerking off all over yourself. You should love this shit. A company made a decision for themselves on what is best for their bottom line, what aligns with their moral stance. Again, every capitalist, you shouldn't be complaining. You should be celebrating. They made a capitalistic move, but not Ben. Nope, he was not happy about that. So he goes and purchases a wood. Way to go, Ben. Way to go. Again, you are the bastion of masculinity. Speaking of bashing of masculinity, y'all know how I feel about Sarah motherfucking Fuller. I love that woman. And because I love Sarah motherfucking Fuller, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. Again, she, she earned the title motherfucking last football season when she got off the soccer team, joined the football team at Vanderbilt, and kicked off. Now, as usual, fuckface Ben Shapiro misrepresented the situation. Right? Again, they asked her, not the other way around. Right? And of course, it's like, well, you couldn't find anyone else. What if that answer is no? What if Sarah packed the fucking gear? What if that was exactly what the coaching staff wanted in their place kicker? Right. But again, Ben misrepresented the situation and saying, of course, it's the woke mob. And this is why he doesn't, you know, watch Sports Illustrated or ESPN because the left is taking over without even thinking for one second. Maybe Sarah Fuller is exactly what that coaching staff was looking for. Fuck you, Ben. And then, of course, his masterful critique of her technique. So if you don't remember, Sarah lined up about three and a half yards behind the ball and she was angled, you know, in a direction. Now, all the idiots who sat there and spoke up, with the exception of one, I'm looking at Pat. What was Pat's name? But Pat is a former NFL specialist. He is a place kicker, right? The only person I ever saw who called what Sarah did by the correct name was another former NFL fucking football player. Everyone said it was a squib kick and she fucked it up. No, no. And I've explained this fucking before. <laughs> now it sounded like Emperor Palpatine. No, no, you have lost. I don't even know where the fuck that came from. I need to watch Star Wars this afternoon. But again, gang, a squib kick, what Ben and everyone else was talking about. Again, that's a worm burner. It kills the clock. Sometimes it's you do it to uh, it's what you normally do at the Right before halftime, you just it, it kills the clock. It's it's a slower return. 
Sometimes you're doing it to avoid the most dangerous returner, the MDR, right? But more times than not, you're just trying to kill the clock. So you kick it straight down the field. The thing never leaves the ground. That's why we call it a worm burner. A directional kick is exactly what Sarah did, right? Her ass was literally to the sidelines, right? One, two, three. She kicked the ball up. Bam, it fell right in the direction they wanted it to go. But again, again, as fucking usual, Ben represents the, but it works, right? He's from Harvard. He's a lawyer. He's good at everything else. And he is, he's really good at A, but he sucks at B. I knew Ben was off the moment he called that shit a squib kick. You want to know why? It wasn't a fucking squib kick. That's why. Again, just because you're a lawyer, just because you destroy college students with your logical brain doesn't mean you're good at everything else, right? Take a back seat, homie. And then probably one more right before we bump up against halftime ourselves was his violent misrepresentation of fucking Colin Kaepernick. Again, this was years after, gang. Not that I agree, but I understand the hardcore stupid conservatives who were misrepresenting Colin's uh, situation in the very beginning. But again, two, three, four, five years after the fact, and you're still saying the same shit. You're not even trying to do any homework. How, how hard is it to ask fucking Siri why Colin did what he did, right? But I remember he was on Joe Rogan's show once. He's been on there several times. Joe actually likes him. I don't know why, but he does. And he was talking about the whole Colin Kaepernick shit and, of course, the woke left and they're ruining sports and that's why I don't watch sports. Hashtag, he watches sports. And I'll never forget him saying, because, again, this is one of those where I give Joe some credit where he was like, you know, he hates the flag or some shit like that. And he was like, and Joe's like, yeah, that that's not why they said they were doing it. Right. The flag was merely a vehicle to get their point across. No, 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 don't let them tell you different. It's like he hates. That's why he does it. It's because he hates the flag. No, no, that's not what he said. He said himself, Right. It is, is, again, we've all heard this before. Colin Kaepernick hates the flag about as much as Rosa Parks hated fucking public transportation. Colin Kaepernick hates the flag as much as Martin Luther King hates lunch counters. Right? But again, he, he if he's not misrepresenting the situation, then he can't win the argument. And I just think he's addicted to that winning of the argument even if he's not actually winning the fucking argument. <laughs> Again, I said this yesterday, ego, right? Ego, not having the wherewithal to realize maybe I should shut the fuck up. Again, I use this example all the time. When a woman comes up to me and tells me that menstruation is uncomfortable, I would be the world's biggest asshole if I said, meh, put a little ass on it, baby. You'll be all right, Right? <laughs> why, why are you sitting there? I'll double it over. Nah, you whiny little, what? I'd be an asshole. I don't have her point of view. I cannot experience what she's experiencing. So maybe I should shut the fuck up and listen to Susie when she tells me menstruation is uncomfortable. Gang, that is directly analogous to Colin Kaepernick standing up. Because again, it's like, well, I don't know why he just doesn't uh, have a press conference. Which one of the two dozen would you like to talk about? that you obviously have fucking ignored. 
But Colin has said, all the people who have knelt have said, this is not about disrespecting the flag. It is not. The flag and the national anthem were merely the vehicle. And again, again, one more before halftime. It was a white troop who told a black quarterback to take a knee. It was the white troop who said, this is how you get your message across and still be respectful. Funny how they always seem to leave that shit out. But again, he straight up said, nope, don't let them tell you differently. Right? He's disrespecting the flag. So again, the only way the militant midget, the tiny tot, right? The fucking head of a penis. The, the only way that he could you know, own you and destroy you. And it was epic style. The only way that can happen apparently is if he misrepresents your argument. Now, I would love to see what happens if he actually stayed on topic. Something tells me his win-loss record would be a little bit different. Gang, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 fucking minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Bash, short round, tiny Tim, baby hands, fucking Ben Shapiro. Just a little bit more. Because again, this is someone who is put out in front at what's his nickname, one of his many nicknames, uh, the fucking cool kids philosopher, right? And it's like, okay. Again, I wouldn't be bashing him. And again, if he just had a following of six very small, very short assholes, Excuse me, goddamn. But Ben Shapiro's net worth is a lot of money. I'm not even going to bother to look up on the people's iPhone of knowledge. But he's getting paid because he can sell premium memberships. This fucker sells out college campuses when, again, he goes in there in what I call predatory mode and gives these lectures. He's scooping people up, right? But again, his... His superpower is not his intelligence. His superpower is his ability to misrepresent uh, whatever position he's fighting against, knocking it down. Then again, for all the people who just want to, you know, believe that Ben Shapiro is the greatest, right? Ben Shapiro destroys the abortion. And it's come on, man. I mean, seriously, I, again, I would love to see him actually debate and stay on topic. Maybe slow your voice down just a little bit, Ben. You talk so fast, you don't get a chance to hear what anyone else has to fucking say. Right? But again, it, it, his superpower gang is to 100% misrepresent the other side. And this brings me into the last thing I'm going to say about the tiny tot. And that is, again, gang, I know trans people who do not think about trans people as much as fucking Ben Shapiro. I mean, again, fuck me. What is so hard about leaving people the fuck alone? 
Now, again, if if the violent misrepresentation was true, trust me, I would be marching lock and step right next to the militant midget. If it was true that trans people were just these rape-hungry monsters, I'd kick the shit out of them myself. But you'll never guess what. That's exactly what trans people don't do. Again, Mr. Ben Shapiro, Mr. Facts don't care about your feelings. Again, you need to eat your phrase, homie. How about a little mustard on that bitch? Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe we need to cut your meat up. You're, you're so fucking tiny. Like when your mom used to cut up your steak. Yeah, maybe we need to do that for you, you short motherfucker. But I mean, fuck me. Eat your fucking saying because your feelings are you hate trans people. So you put that out there as a fucking fact. But again, trans people don't think about being trans as much as Ben Shapiro thinks about trans people. Right? I mean, uh, Laverne Cox, uh, the actress from Orange is the New Black. Again, it was a uh, Joe Rogan episode. And again, it's Joe Rogan said she. And he was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to address Laverne as she. And Ben Shapiro's like, well, I'm going to call him he. And then, you know, it's like, then they made the jokes about political correctness and everything else. And like, again, dude, it takes way more effort to be an asshole. But again, here's a man who refuses to absorb new information. So he can, he's got a legit argument. So far, as long as he continues to misrepresent the actual argument. Again, and I, and again, I, this isn't my speciality, gang, but I even saw it. Shit, it was actually this morning because that's why I'm thinking, like, Ben was on my fucking YouTube feed. But the way it's up, transgender is not in the DSM as a mental illness. Now, again, look this shit up. I, how many times do I got to tell you? I'm the C student. Something about gender dysphoria is, but again, it's it's not what Ben Shapiro's making it out to be, right? And, and again, he's talking mental illness almost in the same vein as you would criminally insane. You know what I mean? So again, even if, and I've said this before in other uh, shows, let, let's say he's right. Let's say it's a mental illness. Now, his thing is, what good are you doing by, you know, um, what is it? Entertaining their delusion. Okay, let me tell you something, fuckface Ben. Again, you're not right. But let's say even if you are, that is the mental illness, the way you are characterizing it, which you're not. You're fucking wrong. What if the treatment is to treat them with love, honor, and respect? The person that you've known as John now wants to be called Joanne. What's so fucking hard about calling this person Joanne? Joanne's a she. Right? And all you're doing is beating the shit. You're punching down. You are punching down. And, and you know what it is? You know what this is, gang? Now that I sit here and I think about it, because he, I've heard Ben talk about how he was viciously bullied. I'm starting to think. It just fucking hit me. Hashtag I'm not that bright. But it just fucking hit me. Since he clearly can't punch up, right? Not effectively. If Ben Shapiro got on the three-meter springboard, 
put his baby fucking nutsack and fucking his pencil legs into it, put as much bounce as he possibly fucking could to jump up to punch me in the chin, he would still fall magnificently fucking short. So he has to punch down. And what's the easiest thing to hit on game? The portion of the population that fucking is under fucking, unlike Christians, right? Oh, we're being persecuted. Oh, shut the fuck up. Again, I would love to see a Christian who's screaming persecution switch place with our LGBTQ brothers and sisters for 60 seconds. You wouldn't make it. So it just hit me. I really think Ben Shapiro is punching down. All those people who gave him a fucking atomic wedgie, pissed on his dry clothes during gym class, fucking rat-tailed his monkey ass when he was walking out of the shower. Someone probably pantsed him in the high school cafeteria. Fucking everyone was laughing at his tiny-ass dick. He can't get back at them. They're all my size. But he can punch down and go after our trans brothers and sisters. Good job, Ben. I hope that makes you feel good inside. All right, we're going to move right along. And there's only one way to move on in this uh, fucking show. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. All right, gang, I've touched on this one once. And actually, I remember the name of the episode. It was, uh, there's a coon in every crowd. Now, I'm going to do this one again. Because I think it's important. And it's Pride Month. Gang, Milo fuckface Yiannopoulos. This guy is nothing more than a professional provocateur. I, I don't know, no one with any intelligence at all bites on his song and dance, right? Again, he, this was the guy who sat there in front of Bill Maher and, you know, still confesses to be a, uh, or professes to be a Catholic and that he was a rape survivor. Uh, Catholic priest hemmed his ass up. And when talking about it, he told Bill Maher it wasn't the priest's fault. It was his fault. He let him on. He was a sexy 12-year-old. Again, it's not even funny. It just really isn't funny. He's nothing more than a professional shit kicker. Here's a guy who walks hand in hand with the alt-right Richard Spencer assholes like that. Now, I I don't know how to tell you this, fuckface Milo. They hate you. Yeah, they do. It was uh, Richard Spencer, fuckface Milo Yiannopoulos, and I don't remember who the other person was, at an alt-right rally. If you think I'm bullshitting, look it up. Milo fuckface Yiannopoulos has got the third Reich salute going. Again, the Third Reich would have fucking hated you for being gay, Milo. But again, he's nothing more than a professional provocateur. I don't. I think he's up there with uh, what's her name, uh, Ann Coulter. I don't. I'm, I'm not South Park. Uh, the Boondocks did an episode on it because it's one of those we're all thinking it, and it's like she every she's like Kanye West. Every time she says something fucked up, please notice how there's a book signing coming up, right? When she when she realizes no one is saying her name, right? Mexicans are rapists. What you just fucking say? 
Well, now every major news station is talking about how she called Mexican rapists. Same thing with Milo fucking Yiannopoulos. I don't think he believes the shit that comes out of his mouth. I really don't. Right? Uh, what did he say? One more before I really get on the topic. Uh, atheist, or some along the lines of we are in the majority here in this country. You know, we're the biggest snowflakes. You know, atheists actually run things. Again, it, that is like saying the sun goes around the earth, not the other way around. That's how factual that statement is. That atheist, you know, run everything. That we're actually in the minority. We have nothing to cry about. And I actually said it to Bill Moore. And Bill was just kind of like, really, dude? All he does is kick up shit. It's his desperate attempt to stay fucking relevant. Which brings me as to why it is. He's a topic on fucking gin and truth. Guess who now is ex-gay? Now, Milo Yiannopoulos, and I'm not saying this lightly, Milo Yiannopoulos is so fucking gay that if you didn't know who Milo Yiannopoulos was, if Milo Yiannopoulos just wore a t-shirt and a pair of jeans, sat next to you and did not introduce himself and did not open up his mouth, when you walked away, you will say, that was the gayest man I've ever met in my entire life. He is. Milo Yiannopoulos is gay. And I don't need to tell you all this. I don't give a fuck. Knock yourself out. If that's what you are, then that's what you are. Just like I'm a former left-handed, currently bald-headed black, uh, black dude. That's the way this shit worked out. In just case you're kind of curious on why I said formally, I'm old enough to where left-handed was like a disease. Y'all remember those days? Every day you pick something up with your left hand, someone pretty much smacked you and made you pick it up with your right. So when I sign a check, it's with my right hand. When I throw a ball, it's with my left. It's the weirdest shit. But I don't even know where I brought that up. Oh, you want to know why? <laughs> That's Okay. And to this day, I laugh at it. But it's one of those things that if you said it today you would lose your fucking job. Gang, little known fact about the kid, I'm actually a really good place kicker. That's why I could speak with an educated tongue about Sarah Fuller. Gang, I set a VIN record. What was that? Ninth grade. I kicked a 48-yard field goal, right? At the University of Texas, little known fact, I wasn't the starting kicker. I was on the depth chart as kicker Every single year I was at UT. But again, I'm old school, right? I kicked barefooted. Y'all remember those days? Yeah. And <laughs> Coach Jeter made a joke. He's like, I do not understand this. <laughs> right? He's like, you were the only left footed black, left footed, barefooted black place kicker in the entire state, right? It is. To this day, again, if you say that today, your ass would be in the soup lines. But I thought it was fucking hilarious. That's where I thought about left-handed. But back to fuckface Milo Yiannopoulos. Gang, he is now saying that he is ex-gay. Milo Yiannopoulos is not ex-gay. He just isn't. You guys know this. I'm kind of preaching to the choir. He said that he downgraded his live-in boyfriend to platonic roommate now. Gang, I saw an interview with him yesterday, and it, it, think about Milo Yiannopoulos' voice right now. 
Y'all remember five, six, 17 years ago? High pitched, a little bit lispy. Yeah. Yeah, that's not him anymore. Nope, 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 nope. His hair is a little bit more on the unkept side. He's wearing a suit versus, you know, 5,000 necklaces and bracelets. And, you know, his original presentation was very flamboyant. Now, not so much the unkept hair. He's actually put on some weight. He's actually deepened his fucking voice. Yeah, he has. Right? He's saying he's going on Christian networks, saying that he's an ex-gay. I saw one that was so fucking stupid, gang. I legit had to listen to it twice. Because the evil spirit of homosexuality no longer invades his soul. And he actually was talking about, this is what happened when God delivers you. Right? He said, like the first, let's say the fucker's 40 years old. The first 39 years of his life, Every time he walked into a room, dogs would bark at him. Now that he's an ex-gay, they don't bark at him anymore. Let me tell you something there, fuckface. You wouldn't know why dogs were barking at you, probably still do, because you're an asshole. Hey, oh, it, it, let me tell you something, gang. My boys are very protective. If y'all have seen them on Twitter, it's not like I've got Rottweilers and Great Danes here. My dogs can fit in a fucking shoe. But they are very in tune with my emotional state. They just are. And let me tell you something. If someone walks in this house and lay papa and the bubs don't like you, I'm telling you, you got to get the fuck out. And I have. We had sex first because she was hot. But I was like, you got to get the fuck out. Dogs were probably barking at you, Milo, because you're a fucking asshole. And they could smell it before you walked in the door. Right? Again, and let me let me cut right to it, gang. This is why the Milo shit bothers me. It's not for you guys. You guys know that Milo Yiannopoulos is still gay. You guys know conversion therapy, which he's promoting, does not work. That is nothing more than torture. Making straight uh, gay guys watch straight porn or gay porn while they got their nipples hold up, hooked up to a fucking Sears Die Hard bat, that is literally fucking torture. Of course, you're going to say you're straight. You want the pain to stop. It's not funny. Those two guys who founded Exodus International, y'all remember that story? Yeah, guess who said, oh, yeah, by the way, not only does that shit not work, not only are we still gay, we fell in love. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. But, gang, he is gassing up the people who want this shit to be the actual fucking message. He, he is giving, and that's what I said about that uh, gay dude in the uh, Coon in Every Crowd uh, episode. This is literally, you crossed the drawbridge and then you pulled it up so other gay people couldn't cross. You're an asshole. Every Christian, every fucker who thinks that gay is a sinful, Milo Yiannopoulos even used the word lifestyle. Now, if you are gay or you are an ally, you know good and God. The moment someone says gay lifestyle, we all shoot them down. Right? It is a sexual orientation. Gang, I choose to lead the bodybuilding lifestyle. It's a choice. Y'all know what that is? I have a five-day split. 
Every body part gets its own day. Legs on one day, chest on another day, back on another day, shoulders on the other day, buys and tries on another day. If I open up my icebox right now, I've got beef, I've got pasta, I've got chicken, I've got rice, I've got two enormous bags over here of fucking trail mix. I eat all day long and I drink the lovely Hendrix. That's a choice. That is a lifestyle, right? I love being big. I love being strong. So I make the appropriate choices to be that way. And orientation is quite simply how you were born. Please notice how they say it's not the straight lifestyle. But fuckface Milo Yiannopoulos called it the gay lifestyle and said it was demonic. And all he's doing is gassing up all the assholes who actually feel that way. Y'all know good and goddamn well when Milo Yiannopoulos goes home, he bends over the couch and his boyfriend pounds his ass like Ville fucking Cutlet. He does. And you know what? I hope... It's fucking tremendous. I've told y'all before, the world would be better if everyone fucked more often. This needs to go on a t-shirt because I say this all the time. I've never been mad when the man gravy comes out. If he's going home and getting fucked and having a good time, he should be promoting that. Instead, he's denigrating that. Again, it's not for me. This message isn't for you. You guys, if you're listening to this, you are more than likely on my side. Not unless you're hate listening to me, which if that's the case, actually welcome aboard. I applaud you. Yeah, hate listen to me some more and bring five more of your hate-filled buddies. I love it. It's fantastic. It's not us, gang. Milo Yiannopoulos is the reason why gay teenagers, and again, I'm not saying this lightly. As a suicide survivor, I am not. But I've actually know these stories personally. I bet y'all y'all know some of them too. Milo Yiannopoulos and people like him are the reasons why gay teenagers are found hanging in their fucking closet. Again, it's not you know you know what it is, and I've said this before, especially when the Black Lives Matter thing kicked up dust. Right? No movement gains traction until its antithesis joins in. I, I obviously can't be the person to tell white America to shut the fuck up. I can't. My white brothers and sisters have to step up and say, you can't treat them like this anymore. That's when my message becomes legit. But in this case, it works, but it works in the exact opposite. Right? If you want to bring a group down, you not the antithesis. No, you bring in their like. Right? I mean, I've said this before on Twitter. Even Fox News knows there's a bridge that Fox News cannot cross. Sean Hannity knows this. Fucking hate Barbie Laura Ingram knows this. They can only go so far. So when they want to uh, press forward their racist-ass narrative, who do they go get? They go get Jesse Lee Peterson's monkey ass. Right? When they need to sit there and say... Blacks are just lazy, shiftless niggers. Sean's not going to say it. He's not even going to hint towards it. So he's going to go get Jesse Lee Peterson. If you don't, if you think I'm bullshitting, again, YouTube it. YouTube Sean Hannity and Jesse Lee Peterson. Your jaw will hit the fucking ground. They know there's a line they can't cross. Stacy fucking Dash. 
If I saw that raggedy bitch walking towards the back gate to come and do the barbecue, even with my hurt leg, I'm sprinting top fucking speed to lock it. Yeah, I think Black History Month is fucking important. Now, the uh, entitled white people at Fox, well, I don't have a month. Shut the fuck up. Again, don't ask, why don't you have a month? Ask, what did you have to endure to earn one? But Laura Ingram knows she can't say it, so what will they do? They'll get Stacey Dash's monkey ass up there and say, oh, we uh, we, we, we lazy niggers. We don't, we don't need one. Oh, shut the fuck up. This is what Milo Yiannopoulos provides. He is gay, gang. He is fucking gay. He always has been. He is now. And he always will be. But when they need to talk some shit, they know who to go to. And that's Milo fucking Yiannopoulos. And again, oh God, it, it, actually, it actually does make me fucking upset, gang. Because again, this, this isn't being passed over for a job, which is bad enough. right? This isn't losing social standing, which is bad enough. His message is literally fucking lethal. And again, it's one thing when the Christian pastor gets up there and says, oh, your, your lifestyle is horrible. Blah, 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 blah. We can dismiss that. We actually can. But when a fellow gay person says it, it gains, and you can't see my air quotes, but I'm air quoting this shit out of the word legitimacy. Milo Yiannopoulos is hurting his own kind. And since I'm an ally, it's hurting me. And like, it's probably hurting y'all. Again, the, the dude's message is nothing more than fucking lethal, and it is based in nothing more at this stage, self-fucking hate. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby has given you two big motherfucking problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you two big motherfucking solutions. First one up, the tiny tot, the militant midget, short, round, tiny hands, Ben Fuckface Shapiro. Shut the fuck up. Again, just because you are good at A doesn't mean you're going to be good at B. Yes, Ben, you are smart. Yeah, if you and I sat down and took a written test, it, it wouldn't even be a fucking contest. But the difference between me and you, I'm willing to admit where I'm dumb at. You are not. And when I tell the young ones, you know, kind of what time it is. And again, and let me see if I can get in. This isn't Robert Reed needs to come up with a fucking book of sayings. I've been saying this one for a while, too. Uh, what is it? When you're young, you are too dumb to admit that you're not smart. What? When you are dumb, you are too dumb to admit you're not smart. When you get a little bit older, you're smart enough to admit that you're dumb. Ben, maybe you need to get about a decade more on you before you realize you don't know what the fuck it is you're talking about, dude. You don't. You disembowel every fucking argument you get into. And again, you do nothing but straw man it. You do. The trans issue, the football issue. And again, apparently, even though you've got kids, you still don't know how fucking vagina works. Again, the only difference between me and you, I'm willing to admit I don't know shit. Maybe you should take a page from the book of Uncle Bobby. Next one up, Milo Yiannopoulos. Shut the fuck up. Dude, at this stage, you are nothing more than the gay version of S.J. Thomason. You are hate-filled. 
and I am sneezing, but you are hate filled. You, you, you have, you, you are, you reek of self-loathing. Who says this about themselves and their own kind? I heard you say in an interview with Joe Rogan that you wish you weren't gay. That's like me saying, I wish I wasn't black. You know, maybe when I was a kid and it was hard and I didn't quite understand now that I'm older and it's still hard. Guess what? Dude, I literally wear it on my fucking sleeve. I'll put it in your fucking face. Maybe you should do the fucking same. But again, you're the same as SJ because her message is lethal. Your message is lethal. And all you get to do is book more shows and more talks and sell more books. But you will never know all the gay kids who fucking hung themselves because they couldn't become XK like you. I would say you're poor, uh, uh, sporting a shitty example, but that's too complimentary. You are literally killing people and you will never know. Because again, suicide survivors are uh, victims. They don't self-report. They don't tell you exactly the reason why. And as you sit there and you promote this lethal message that you too can be an ex-gay, you are doing nothing but hurting the fucking cause. Well, that was full of sunshine and rainbows, wasn't it, gang? But I've held you long enough. The big guy is signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. And truth, let's go.